MSNBC recently did a segment in which they compare the Republican Party to white supremacy. Yes, even though the Democrats are the party of the KKK, if you look at your history, they are going as far as comparing the current Republican Party, GOP, to white supremacy. And Elon Musk has a very interesting response to them. We're going to discuss that. We're going to break it down. And we're also going to theorize a little bit about why the mainstream media is starting to get so much more aggressive. And then we're going to have a very interesting cultural conversation about fatherlessness in America. And it stems from a line from the Pusha T song, Dreaming of the Past, and in particular, Kanye West's verse. Who says you can't learn anything from rap? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing. And if you know somebody that will be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And since we haven't done it in so long because the platform wasn't worthy of it, but now after the Elon Musk takeover, once again, we'll say, Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, because in our intro, we used to say follow us on Twitter. Actually, to be honest with you, we used to plug our Twitter handle more, more than our website. Yeah. But we stopped after, I mean, the great purge and for plenty of reasons. And now it looks like maybe yeah. it's worth shouting out Twitter again. Oh, yeah. But still... We do have our website, so definitely subscribe. <laughs> uh, before we get into the first segment about about uh, Elon Musk's response to MSNBC, how are you enjoying <coughs> the fresh Twitter, the new Twitter? The bird oh has Lord. been let out of the cage, yeah. metaphorically oh, speaking. Man, the bird I love is it. free. I know. I'm free. We're free. <laughs> See, all, all the times I'm sneezing is probably because people are retweeting. <laughs> those, <laughs> are all, just those are all retweets. retweets. Yeah. Hell yeah. Re-sneezes. Re-sneezes. No, like, I actually felt the difference. Um, first of all, in just, like, the fact that <laughs> you can now say what you feel. Um, you're not being suppressed, so people are not being suppressed. People are saying certain things. Um, free speech. <laughs> is real now on Twitter again. Where can um, they find you on Twitter? Oh man, RX Phonics. And and for us it's hanging with apes. And you can find me at Kill Cartoon. Yes, so so please please follow us because we tweet the greatest shit. But like 
I noticed two things. I've had more followers, and I also feel like there's been a lot more. It's been more active, like more yeah. more retweets, more likes. So it is weird. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's just Tim Pool happenstance. Put out a little bit of a report saying, pretty much echoing exactly what you're saying, and it seems like a lot of people out there are of the belief that depending on your political side of the aisle, perhaps your interactions and your engagements and your tweets were suppressed. You know, you don't know. You don't know. Because think about it. Consider this. Consider the board of Twitter. Consider the employees at Twitter. And consider the people that were so upset about Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Now, when you consider those people... And these people are of the belief, they're of the notion that there's safe speech and healthy speech. I mean, I don't think it takes much to imagine these people suppressing certain type of speech if they believe in these radical notions. Not only that, but like there was a period of of heavy growth on our our, uh, Twitter accounts. Yeah. And then it was stifled. And then remember, we we got an email. About some about like far right shit or something from Twitter. I, mean, I oh, we did that, to yeah. the hanging with apes one. Yeah, like it was saying like you've you've retweeted before stuff of this. Oh, you and know, it's like I just verify it. or whatever. I was like, what the fuck? First of all, I don't. We don't. I, we've never tweeted anything far right in our life. Like, first of all, but to them now it's getting to the point where like lower taxes is far right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, think about that shit. Like Great the, the Nazi. <laughs> the two yeah, people. But I just, I, I mean, like I just don't want to pay yeah. so much in time. You're a Nazi. I'm Cuban, a <laughs> bitch. Like, like, what do you? When you look at the far right and far left, first of all, the far right, the non-existing. Well, I mean, it, it exists, but it's like no influence, real, no real influence. That would not even match, like who the fuck we are, because like that shit, like that that just doesn't. We're far from Nazis. We wouldn't even be able to be Nazis anyway. But it's like you guys, they'll say anything, and like we've never put anything that had to do with with far right shit or alt right shit, and 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 honestly, they hijacked the alt right. Yeah. Uh, thing because alt right was not what they make it seem. Originally, no. what alt right was is essentially what we are. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's sort of like in, in a way what Trump bred. And no, not for the people that right away want to say, "Oh, you see racism." No, what Trump bred in the sense of like you're conservative when it comes to foreign policy. And you're conservative when it comes to economic policy. Yeah. But, you know, culturally, you think that abortion should be handled state by state. Yeah. And gay marriage, you really don't have a lot to say. Now, though, I do think culturally the left is pushing the right wing to more of a Christian standpoint. Because I feel like what, what the right wing is starting to realize is like, damn, by us being so accepting... Of the LGBTQ, because Trump was very accepting of it. Yeah. Now, this shit is kind of going, like, way too far with, like, the trans agenda. Yeah. And the whole grooming of the children and stuff like that. So, now, I feel like there's a lot of people on the right wing that maybe they're a little bit, like, regretful 
of yeah. being so open about it or, or being so accepting about it. Uh, but essentially, that's what alt-right was. But then, yeah. like you said, they they hijacked it and they made it synonymous with like white supremacy and neo-Nazis and shit like that. And it wasn't. And, and, the, and I blame part of that on the right, really, because like, you accepted that. Yeah. Like we, I remember when they started saying that shit, we were like, no. And it became so overwhelming that it's like, no matter what we say, it's now the alt-right is the far right. Yeah. So, so we, like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. You can't we fight were, that if, anymore. If we were, to be quite honest, if we were to market our podcast as an alternative right podcast, even though we're not white, we're not white supremacists, we're not neo-Nazis, but if we were to put that in our show description and whatever the case... I would imagine that we would maybe not get pulled down immediately, but we would at least have like the eyes on us, like yeah. saying like, "Oh, the minute these guys put out an episode of anything yeah. controversial, we'll we'll shut it down." Yeah, yeah, and, and so, and you know, it's crazy when you think of it because uh, out of the woodworks come out some of the some of the YouTube creators that like you could tell were on some like. Uh, not not outright, but I'm saying like just on some like yeah I fuck with Republicans because like as soon as Elon Musk, um, well first of all the send the what is this send send off, damn, the one where Trump was that they pulled a oh, full send full send full send uh podcast, um you could tell that they were on some like well let me let's see what what the people on the right are on you know yeah, like yeah. we 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 might fuck with them. Then Jake Paul tweeted, oh, now that Elon Musk has Twitter, people can't really be on some bullshit with, with, with uh, conservatives. Yeah. And, uh, and what I've noticed is the people that tend to be like moderate to right, for the most part, that have uh, a YouTube, uh, they're, they're big on YouTube. They tend to like lean towards like, let's build something outside of this. Mm-hmm. You, you, like they're they're problem solvers in a way, yeah. And it kind of echoes. I don't know if you saw that that uh the one of the latest uh, um Sandman videos where he says like the longevity of YouTube stardom is like five years. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, it was like the a fifty year old woman regrets leaving her husband or something like uh. that. Well, later on in the episode, he's talking about that, and uh, it was kind of crazy because I was thinking about it, like, damn, like the longevity for YouTube stars is really only five years. So uh, with those five years, what do you do? And if you notice, the people that are on some like counterculture shit, they build. Like mm-hmm. Jake Paul built in bo- stuff in boxing. Yeah, has his other shit. His brother has like a, a podcast. Um, Full send is is transitioning from YouTube because it's like these people understand like you have to reinvent yourself, reinvent yeah. the wheel, and mo- keep it moving. Yeah. And then if you look at like even the shit that we're on, like we don't ever have like just one thing we do. Is okay. This is one thing we do. This is a slice of who we are. Let's do this. Let's do that. And so. Now that uh, you get a guy like Elon Musk taking over Twitter, you start seeing what people are on. Like before, they were probably way more because like Jay Paul was never would never have tweeted something like that. Mm-hmm. He would have been on some like, let's test the waters a little bit, but then let me fall back. But now so that what exactly did he say? Do you know? Um, I think I retweeted. Was it, it. What, was it something that that made essentially like he's coming off as a as a conservative or or just like in support of conservatives let me see it's, it should have been one of the last ones i was like damn 
because I, I do know that a lot of people now Here on Twitter are saying a lot of stuff that they wouldn't have been able to say before, but go ahead. So this is what Jake Paul said, and this is something that I felt I could tell that he might be on but would not otherwise say it mm -hmm. with the current culture. And this is why it's important for guys like Elon Musk, guys like Kanye, guys like that are culture wars, Tucker Carlson, to keep pushing because this is the stuff that, like, this is the stuff that happens. But this is what he said. With Twitter being the most toxic and corrupt platform full of lies from the left, they will no longer have a platform to censor, hide, and manipulate the truth. If this tweet makes you mad, then you're guilty. Love it. Love Elon. So he's definitely taking and a stand. That's Jake. Paul. Yeah. Oh, that's 100% a stand. Yeah. Now, it's funny because like a lot of people don't like Jake Paul. And I've always thought like I like that guy. Like he he's an antagonizer, but like he knows what he's doing and he's yeah. a smart chess player. Yeah. And so when he tweeted that, I was like, oh, this is in line with what the fuck I think. Like people that that know how to maneuver, like that they're gonna be in in a certain side of the diagram. Yeah. Of and so when he tweeted that, I was like, I, I knew it. I knew what fucks with dude. Yeah. <laughs> so so like uh. You know, like, that's a stand, and I like that because it's like, well, that's a big influencer. That's a guy that's known and that's in the limelight. And it's like, it, it, it's almost like it's it's dividing shit. Like, yeah. Hollywood is f full of cool-ass people all of a sudden and full of weirdos. But it's yeah. like, you're either a weirdo or a cool-ass dude. Yeah. And, and I like that. And, they're, and, and, it, and the cool-ass dudes... They're being attacked. So I don't know if you peeped this. Did you see the new uh, trailer for Thor uh, Love and Thunder? No, I haven't. So in that trailer, there's a particular part where a lot of people don't know where this is going to go. The critical drinker, he talked about it. But there's the one particular part in, in, in the trailer where Quill, who's played by... Um, it's it's the character Star Lord. Yeah. Uh, 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 fuck. I, I'm trying to remember that actor's name. Uh, fuck. I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's looking at at the other Guardians of the Galaxy, and he says something to the effect of, uh, "You remember when you look at the people that you love, stuff like that." Yeah. And he's like, he's facing. So so Thor is facing him. He's facing Thor, but he looks past Thor and above at the ship, and he's looking at the other Guardians of the Galaxy when he says that, essentially saying, like, that's his family. He loves them. Yeah. When he looks off, Thor sort of tilts himself to put himself back into, like, Quill's uh, uh, point of view. Yeah. So a lot of people took that, and they, they were wondering if that's some sort of subliminal that Thor is gay. Like, maybe that 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 Marvel is going to go in the direction that Thor is gay. Oh, shit. So, what's crazy about that, what, what's crazy about that is, one, when I saw that trailer, I didn't get that at all. Like, like to me, what I got from it, from Thor's look is like, is like, oh, like, I want love too, but not in like a gay way. Yeah. That's what I got from it. And two, you should have seen... Just the scathing vitriol that these people on Twitter had for Chris Pratt when that that when that trailer came out, and I think to an extent they were reaching, but yeah. they were like, "Oh, imagine how uncomfortable Christian Chris Pratt must have been on the set of filming that scene." 
oh my god i hope i hope thor is gay and chris pratt is or and quill is his crush like all these motherfuckers that like so badly want the character of thor to be gay to put that other character that chris pratt plays in a compromising situation <clears throat> yeah that you're willing First off, bitch, like, these are two made-up characters. These are fictional characters. <laughs> yeah. But because you hate Chris Pratt so much because he believes in, you know, he's a Christian and he believes in yeah. marriage and everything like that. And, like, he he's, like, he, he operates more traditionally. Yeah. They hate that so much that anything they could use to get at him, even in, and including his character that he plays... Yeah. They're like you know create this like fantasy situation, fantasy scenario in which the the character is gay and like oh yeah, Marvel should make him gay just to like make Chris Pratt uncomfortable and everything like that. So to go to the point that you made, and that's why I said all of that is just it's this idea that like because he comes off as like a very likable guy. Like I don't yeah. know him, but he comes off as likable. But yeah. it's that it's again that thing. It's like there's the cool motherfuckers. And then there's the highly weird ones, yeah. and 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 there seems to be sort of a little bit of a of a split happening. Yeah, but I feel like this time around, the people like Chris Pratt or Jake Paul or it's like this time you're seeing like an actual clear like damn there is like. The, the the people that kind of lean more towards the right, they're visible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it's like it's like before it was like, it was kind of secret. Oh, don't say that. Don't feel like that. Don't. But like since since the Trump years to now, it's like a lot more like oh yeah, I'm comfortable saying whatever the fuck I feel like, and I'm gonna say it. Yeah. And I'm glad because you needed that. I think you're getting that more and more with everyday regular people. Also, yeah. people that are willing to express themselves. In a certain way, and 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 that's one of the things to to sort of answer the question that I asked you as far as like noticing any differences about Twitter or or, or you know my impressions of of the new fresh Twitter is you could see that people were so repressed and they want to say things and they should have they have the right to say things. But they knew they would get banned. Like, for instance, you and I, we were having a conversation the other day. But that was one of the first things I noticed after uh, uh, the deal went through uh, with Elon Musk taking over Twitter was I, I saw so many people saying um, uh, 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 Rachel Levine is a man. Leah Thomas is a man. Yeah. And the reason why is because that was one of the things that no matter how small your Twitter account was or how big your Twitter account was, if you said something like that, you would get a strike. And then I think at one more time you'd get suspended. Yeah. It was something that would get you in trouble right off the bat when they are men. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Like they are biological men. Like there, there is nothing, no matter if you ban, suppress, suspend, whatever. Yeah. You are not going to remove that truth, but yet that's what Twitter was on. Isn't that crazy? A, another one was a lot of people were like, ivermectin works. That was another thing yeah. that would get... So you know what I'm saying? It's this idea that people should be allowed to express ideas. And you 
take that information in and you decipher it as you choose and you go along with how you pro- you proceed with how you see fit not yeah. oh well we're we're going to stop this and we're going to stop that so obviously that's a a a, a vast difference than f- what it was before do you think with that now that you're on the, on the subject do you think it's a coincidence that, that i mean they don't call it the ministry of truth but joe biden's all of a sudden Ministry, Ministry of Truth. Does it have to do with? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred and ten percent. That I would imagine, to be honest with you, the minute that Elon Musk showed, yeah, that he was interested in buying Twitter, and the minute that somebody looked at the numbers and was like, it is very plausible that this man could buy Twitter. Yep. I think immediately they probably started to like get that whole thing in motion because but and, and what the the idea of it is very scary like like this ministry of truth on a federal level yeah like that's a, that that's getting to the point where if somebody wants to send people to your house because you sent a tweet that the government yep. doesn't agree with because it's not about truth these people are not about truth this is it's, it should be the ministry of agreement. Like this is the ministry of to make sure that you agree with our narrative. Yeah. Not the truth. Because if it was true, you wouldn't be upset that people say Ivermectin works because guess what? It works for Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. And and so and just so everyone is clear, uh, this is the name because and I feel like this is information that people should know if you don't already know. Uh, at, uh not long after Elon Musk took over Twitter. Uh, Biden <laughs> created a team called the United States, or, or called the Disinformation Governance Board, and that's what we're calling the Ministry of Truth. Um, wow! Like, really? This is some like 1984 shit, wasn't there? Like, that's where the Ministry of Truth was from, right? Or was it a? Uh, I know it was from one of those books, like 1984. I know. There was some sort of uh, ministry of truth in Animal Farm. They, 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 there was never it was never titled that, but basically, like the pigs were like, "No, it's not what you." They would just make their own propaganda. It's like, why do you need that? Why do you need that? My question is, with this disinformation governance board or ministry of truth, what much? more of a difference do you think it would make because the left-wing government and the mainstream media are all pretty much already on the same page so what more other than it getting to the point where they're willing to use violence or like lock you up like what more could they could they really do you know what i'm saying i think that's the problem I, I I think that's their problem, and the thing that they don't recognize is yeah. like you motherfuckers been on this. Like, really, but, what's what's happening yeah. with Elon Musk buying Twitter? This is a response to your behavior. You're Trump making it worse. Was for a you. Res- Trump was a response to yeah. Obama. Yeah. So this is this is the thing that you're not understanding is that is that. You created Elon yeah. Musk, just yeah. like you created Trump. So the more you push, you're going to create something else. I think if Trump heads into the next uh, 
presidential race wins the next pre- like the the two yeah the two the two major groups he needs to like just strip up strip up and like change up the the staffing homeland security and the fbi um because that's the guy that you know the guy that's leading it is alejandro mallorcas who is like the what is it he he runs the I think he was the president of the of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. He's the same guy who called parents uh, terrorists mm. because they want to be, uh, because they didn't agree with like the critical race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're calling you're the you're the head. Let me see if if I got yeah the secretary of Homeland Security. The parents that are pushing back against that critical race theory, he considers them domestic terrorists. These are the people that are running. Intelligent intelligence yeah. agencies, and so, what do you think is going to happen if they this Ministry of Truth really, uh, like like it, like like if the Dems had power? Because right now I feel like they're losing power yeah. day by day. You're, you're you're seeing not only like the the polls are saying things are leaning more right. You're seeing guys like Elon Musk be like, all right, fuck it, I'm buying Twitter. <laughs> yeah, bitch, what what's up? And so. Like you said, everything is an answer. It's a rebuttal, and the rebuttal is is a better chess move than the left. On top of the fact that, what the fuck are you doing creating a disinformation governance board with, did you see the news how our GDP regressed? Oh, yeah. Our GDP regressed (laughs) with inflation, with gas prices. This is what you're worried about? You're worried about disinformation in the midst of people getting poorer? Yeah. And 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 crime out of control. This is what you're. This is what you're worried about. Nah, like you, th- these people are and, crazy. And, and the and the thing of it too, it's like the the important stuff does go by the wayside because like this food shortage. Like I don't think we'll feel the food shortage like other places will, other countries will. But the way that we're gonna feel it is inflation, even more inflation, because I feel that because it's such a you know we're, we're such a big customer we'll have we'll, there'll still be shortages but what will happen is because there's shortages the prices double yeah and so well yeah that's what happens <laughs> we'll pay more and more and more and so i don't know i i feel like at some point no matter what you do no matter what department of disinformation you make or what you say it's not going to reflect what the fuck people yeah. are paying and it's coming These out of their pockets. They're going to come up with their because all they know how to do is create more bureaucratic departments and more branches to the government. Yeah. They're, they're going to come up with near the midterms because people are going to be so depressed and tired and their money and it's going to be so far. They're going to create a department of happy like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, this department like it. it uh you know, like we're here to make sure people are happy because, you know, things are not as bad as they seem. Like, that's how ineffective and stupid they are. They're going to create a Do wick your job. For, for, for weed. <laughs> Do your job. <laughs> and like, crack pipes. Do your job. And so, with all of that being said, talking about Twitter, um, obviously the mainstream media, they're not relatively upset. They are very upset about this now before we i played the 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 segment from msnbc about where they essentially compare the republican party to white supremacy kkk neo-nazis all of that i saw something the other day where 
on, on Twitter where uh, a pundit uh, from the left, he said that he finds Elon Musk to be a very uninteresting person. And you destroyed him. <laughs> and I was like, what? And like, first, when I saw that, I, I head scratched because I was like, the guy that, that helped found uh, uh, PayPal, Tesla, SpaceX, wants to make space travel possible in his lifetime. You That's an uninteresting person to you? Sounds like the modern day Howard Hughes. Yeah, like, like <laughs> so then what is interesting? Like, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't wrap my mind around that. So then what is interesting to you? It's Pilates. Like, that's like, what's interesting to him. Huh? <laughs> Pilates. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's the definition of a basic bitch. Yeah. A motherfucker like that. So it is crazy. And essentially. Brunch and mimosas. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what interests him. Uh, uh, essentially what, what um, the MSNBC says in this segment that I'm about to play, the, the anchor on MSNBC, is something along the same lines. But he says, a billionaire who's not very smart it's like, how could you even, like... What have you achieved, dude? Please. Yeah, like, what do you mean? So if Elon Musk is not smart, who is then? Yeah. Like, what is your bar for smart? And before you even play this fucking clip, he shits on himself so bad, this guy, that, like, our repertoire and our podcasts and all our episodes... Like, you can't even compare, not even one episode, not even 10 minutes of one episode of ours to this wild shit that he's saying. Like, clearly stuff that could be debunked, it's, And it's totally unsubstantiated, and yeah. you said it perfectly, hit the nail on the head. Totally stuff that can be debunked, if you even believe it from the onset, because I have a hard time imagining that people would even believe this from the get-go. But, uh, but yeah, here we go. I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free child care. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. And this asymmetrical polarization of U.S. politics would be laughable if it weren't so horrifying. We are living through an unspeakably dangerous moment. The pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi faction of the Republican Party is poised to expand dramatically come the midterms. We're just two years away from Donald Trump very possibly re-seizing executive power. If that happens, we may look back on this past week as a pivotal moment when a petulant and not-so-bright billionaire casually bought one of the world's most influential messaging machines and just handed it to the far right. I'm joined now by Molly Jong Fast, a contributing writer at The Atlantic and the author of the. So Elon Musk responds to that. This is the same organization that covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story, had Harvey Weinstein's story early and killed it and built Matt Lauer his rape office. Lovely people. Obviously, with that last part, he's being sarcastic. <laughs> and that is. 100% true, 100% fact. It's funny how Elon Musk's small little tweet had more fact in it yeah. than that whole segment <laughs> from this guy over at MSNBC. That's sad. That's sad. And, and, and this idea yeah. of the far right, like, 
We see the far left everywhere. Antifa, Black Lives Matter. Shit, Build Back Better was far left. Yeah. Where is the far right? The Ministry of Truth is far left. (laughs) The Ministry of Truth is far left. That's like, it's so far left that they've written fictional books about motherfuckers like these as a warning (laughs) to the world. And so, yeah, no. And then the far right is just made up shit is made up like there is the far right there is but what i'm saying is these people will will take some dumbass tiki torch having motherfuckers and really give them importance yeah because nobody cared about those dudes and that was nobody so long cared. ago now, and all so of that, you can't even like really five use that <laughs> but you can't even really use that anymore because that was so long ago like this Build, this yeah. information governance board this is right now yeah build back better could have passed recently that crazy ass extreme voting rights bill could have passed recently all of that is recent shit and yeah recognized by the government them tiki torch motherfuckers they were just a bunch of fucking hillbillies protesting you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are two vastly different things. Yeah, that, that is what's scarier, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. The Secretary of Homeland Security <laughs> having power over "quote unquote" disinformation governance. Like we have to be realistic here. Like who's scarier, BlackRock and Vanguard firm? Or Elon Musk, one man who's like, oh, yeah, free speech. You know what I'm saying? So people have to like use some critical thinking about the stuff that's happening here. But this whole Twitter thing, it really makes you see, Jesus, the foresight and the genius of the forefathers to understand the capacity of free speech. Like all the way back. 1776, the idea that the exchange of of ideas, people coming together, sharing information, the beauty of sharing information, educating one another, shit. The reason we do this show, we have a mug design that is our two cartoon faces that says Hanging With Apes, and right under that, it's, it's the First Amendment. Why? That is the reason we do this because the exchanging of information, sharing information is so powerful and they know it. And that's what they're scared of. They're scared of regular everyday people seeing the bullshit that they're on, especially in a time when your life is getting worse. See, it's different and it's easier. And that was the thing. And Tucker Carlson said this very eloquently the other day. He said, he said, for however Obama operated, Obama operated very artistically. Like things may have been getting worse, but you never realized so fast that they were getting worse. You didn't yeah. realize so fast. In fact, that's why he was able to last two terms. Not to yeah. mention that like Mitt Romney was like a horrible candidate. Like looking back, you realize like, damn, that was the best we had, the the best of right yeah. we had at the time. But you know, o- Obama operated with so much more like poise and finesse, but this is so minimum. bad, yeah. so fast, so extreme, so radical. 
people are realizing it on top of gas is up housing is is up everything is inflated crime is up and guess what now people can talk about it with each other yeah it's it's fucked up because like I was re-watching, and I didn't think of how bad it was. Uh, remember that little town hall that Don Lemon had with, like, uh, what was his name? Uh, what was his name? Joe Biden. Who? <laughs> uh, Joe Biden, where, where he was uh, explaining, um, what the fuck was he talking about? The vaccine. Yeah. And, like, I saw a video on YouTube, and it was wild because, like, it had like the subtitles, and so when you hear, it, you're like, "Ah, oh, this is wild shit." But then when you read it, you realize how much wilder it is. Yeah. Like our president, like doesn't make any sense. He was like, "Have you gotten the vaccine?" And then the other was like, "Yeah." Are you okay? Yeah, I remember. Or 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 or, or, or the parents, or or or, or the children, <laughs> or, or 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 if they want to know that there's a man on the moon, or if the aliens are here, like this, this is like <laughs> our president. So like, no, no, but what he's saying, that's real shit. <laughs> it, it's just that you're not able to comprehend the greatness. No, I'm going to play the role of the, of the left wing mainstream media. right yeah, now. Oh God, please. <laughs> so you're not, <laughs> Jesus, I can't even take myself serious right now. No, but see what you're not understanding is that, <laughs> Now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through it, God damn it. God. So what you're not understanding is that is that Joe Biden is poetically... <laughs> it's like... And then, and then what's crazy is like Don Lemon's just looking and there's like concern. But like he's like, fuck it, man. I'm going to... Let's just pretend everything's okay. Yeah, You can't pretend. It's that bad. It's that bad. Yeah. Like, did you ever see that that Sky Sky News where they were getting at uh, uh, Joe Biden about... Uh, he, oh, yes. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I got it. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where he's like... Uh, it's like he says something about... And if there's... Uh, if there's a train, you know you missed it or damn, I I can't find there's something. I know, I know exactly. Yeah, he's a. If there's a train, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It made no sense. It made no sense, and he does this so often, and it's like, man, that's why there's no finesse to them because, like, first, in order to have finesse, you have to have cognitive like like skills. Yeah, N- like motor functions. <laughs> Everything should be all right and working. So what what's happening is this guy is being like used as a pawn to say shit. It doesn't go well, and right. so like the, their rollouts are basically like, oh fuck, Elon uh, Elon Musk um, bought Twitter. All right, well let's just have this guy say this because like there's no one else to say it. Yeah, and so it comes off as uh, well. It doesn't come off. It is like. Oh, I found it. I found it. Here we go. <laughs> I've got the leader of the free world who we're following blindly into net zero madness. Let's hear what he's had to say this week. No old expression, time is money. As one computer said, if you're on the train 
And they say, Portal Bridge, you know you better make other plans. What? As one computer said to another, you know what they say, Portal Bridge, if you're on the train, you know you better make other plans. (laughs) So again, me playing the role of the mainstream left-wing media, see, what Joe Biden is doing is he's trying to emphasize the importance of renewable energy. (laughs) And he's such a forward thinker that sometimes his thoughts... Yeah, so because there's going to be portal bridges and computers, you know, will talk to each other. (laughs) What the fuck? And so it's hard, like, because I, you know, when I see this shit, I'm obviously going to text that shit to people who voted for Biden that I'm cool with. Clean them up. Yeah. And it's always met with, like, silence. Of course. <laughs> the, but, you know, but that that's kind of whack on their part. Like, yeah. the lack of accountability. Like, on some real shit, right. at, at some point, you got to be like, man, you know what? God damn. I, I really had so much disdain and hatred for Trump. That like I kind of I I realize how blind I was in voting for Biden, but he is awful. Like that's all you have to say. I just gave you guys the script for anybody that yeah. voted for Biden. I just gave you the script. All you have to say because it is very evident that you were wrong. Like yeah. it is so evident. We've we've talked about like shit that Trump might be on, and we're like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Fuck yeah. Dude. Well, you better watch the fuck out. M- I'll it, vote for DeSantis. It's and, and you know what's funny, it, it, and it's great that you said that, is that even on this show we've talked about and and amongst our friends, we recently had a meeting with some of our friends and we talked about that stuff. And I was the first to say, for as awesome as Trump was his last year, he faltered because he kind of bent the knee to the virus, and right. as you see. We're seeing the residual effects of that still. The supply chain. Now, obviously, he sparked the inflation, but Biden made it a whole lot worse and he prolonged it. Yeah. The lockdowns we see were never a good idea. All of this stuff, like all of these these virus precautions were, were, were not a good idea. Dude, the other day, did you see the greatness of 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 Bill Maher where he talked about like all the 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 COVID relief and and the PPP yes, yes, and everything like yeah. that on uh, on real time yep. like he did great yeah he actually sounded kind of like a conservative yeah he did I you was know, like was it weird. was it was wild but but yeah it's like we're realizing like oh. yo this was all a very bad idea in fact some of the best economists and the people that are studying it showed how very little of all of that relief actually went to people that were yes. in need. Well, he he talks about that. He's like, yeah, that shit didn't like that's going into whose pockets? What? Not so, the people that needed it. So Trump shares in that criticism. Also, he, he does. shares in that, and we've and we've been very vocal about that. But still, Trump at his worst is still better than Biden at his best. Vastly. How lad, so and and that's like you know yeah, I'll agree with that. But at the same time too, it's like I don't, I'm not, I don't give a fuck. Like you work for me, hundred so, percent. You know you, I could like you, 
and you could have a good term, but then if like your narrative starts to change and I don't like that, I'm not I'm not gonna vote for you. And if it's between you and 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 someone like like on the on the left, but like let's say Manchin was on some real shit and then Trump was more on some Joe Biden shit, I'm voting, I'll vote Democrat. And and for anybody that wants to paint the Southern Trump supporters as dumb, redneck, hillbilly automatons. Just remember how Alabama treated Trump. They booed him when he was pushing the, the, the jab. Well, he wasn't pushing it, but he said that he had the jab and he thinks people should get it. Yeah. And they booed him. So for as much as the, the, the educated, and I use air quotations when I say that because I'm talking about the formally educated in the intelligentsia and, and the school system, which these motherfuckers have all kind of student loan debt and are all fucked up, so I don't know how educated they are. But so, those people, for as much as they want to criticize a Southern person that may not have went to college, yeah. these people were willing to boo the guy they voted for in his face right there. You motherfuckers won't even say you're wrong about Biden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so there is a level of realness that you have to have in in, in politics that 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 means something. Yep. And 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 it's remembered and it's respected really because like when you keep it real, I'll respect you even if even if I don't agree with you. You know, like because and and I like people that 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 challenge me, even if I don't agree with them. I like people. I like my community and the people I hang around with to be real. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm, if I come up to you, I'm like, Hey man, I'm thinking of doing, making, buying this shit. And if you were like, I think that's the dumbest decision. I'll take that consideration. And I might not even feel the same way, but I'm like, Oh, well, why? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I, I think that you're in for a much better life with honest criticism or honest, like, opinions because at that point you know that the person has the best the best interest in mind for you you know what i mean and so a lot of the left really what what they are is like this is true so we have to hide it so we have to like no we have to stop them from saying it but but if it's true why not change that yeah you know what I'm saying? Why not? Why not be like, well, hey, we could be, we could beat the Republicans to the punch, get on this shit because it's better for the people. Yeah. The well, and and, bec- and the reason why, and and I could very e- easily answer that. The reason why is because the left, they operate like oligarchs. Like their idea is, well, let's live like royalty. Fucking. Wow. So Pelosi, how long has she been in the house for Lord knows what? She's a millionaire. Like, how how are you? Oh, because inside trading and all of that stuff. Yeah. Remember when Twitter, they took, there was an account. I wonder if that's back, actually. There was an account on Twitter <laughs> that, that uh, reported all of Nancy Pelosi and her husband's uh, stock tradings. Oh yeah, and and, and Twitter and Twitter got rid of it. Twitter got rid of it. I don't know if it's back now, but the, the uh, but that's that's the thing. It's like oh well, we're in power. We have the power to sway the laws to benefit us. 
Yeah. And all we got to do is for, for these dumb idiots to keep paying high taxes. Oh, and guess what? A war in Ukraine? Oh, let's put out the Ukraine flags and show everybody, hey, that's the current thing. You got to love Ukraine because if you don't, you're a bad, 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 bad person. And then guess <laughs> what? Oh, now we're going to ask for $33 billion. Who knows how much of that money is being scraped off the top or how many kickbacks or who's pocketing what money because yeah. none of it is accountable. Nobody's accounting for any of this shit. Uh, oh, yeah. and then what do you do? You increase the taxes on hardworking people, but it's noble that you're helping Ukraine uh. against mean, mean, bad, bad Russia. That's what it is versus the right that, yeah, I'm not saying that that the right wing politicians aren't don't have their corrupt ones and aren't without fault. But generally speaking, they more so care about, well, I want to do good, but like I also want my constituency to do good. Yeah. And we all can like kind of do good together. Yep. Now, with the left, it's now put the put the foot on their neck. And squeeze them, yeah, and yeah. they and they become our 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 slaves, our workhorses, and and we live high on the hog. And they'll fucking sell it like this. Yep. You'll own nothing but be happy. Exactly. And and so <laughs> what do we do to keep them in their place? Well, you gotta hide the truth from them. You gotta hide the truth and flip it and contort it. And we have everybody in our pocket, big tech and the mainstream media yep. and everything. And that's why. They hate the guys, like how I tweeted earlier, they hate the Trumps, they hate the Musk, they hate the Carlsons, they hate the Wests, which we're going we're gonna to get into to yeah. this next segment um, as far as uh, fatherlessness in America. And obviously, I think, man, if people are listening to this show, I would imagine they're pretty informed sophisticated audience um and you know what it's it's very nice to give credit where credit is due i firmly believe in that and i also believe in like giving the roses to someone while they're alive to smell them so to speak and what was real dope is on bill maher's most recent stand-up special adulting he does the very same thing. And I thought that was like very classy of him. He gives his audience a lot of credit. He's like, listen, you guys know more about politics than the average person. The average person doesn't know yeah. really about politics. And so that was sort of nice that in that moment, he kind of gave his audience credit. Like, listen, you guys are advanced, you know, they're yeah. way advanced. And I felt like I, I would do the same thing for our audience in terms of like, the information, the things that they're interested in. If you're listening to us, you're definitely a little bit more sophisticated and advanced in terms of cultural discussions and political discussions than the typical person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I say all of that to say that I would imagine most of them or a lot of them are pretty well aware of the fact that fatherlessness causes a lot of ills in society yeah people not graduating crime uh uh early pregnancy all of that stuff yeah so we tie that in to the most recent Pusha t album it's almost dry and there's a song on that particular album called dreaming of the past and there's a very short verse by kanye west on there and you might have heard us talk a little bit about it recently when we did our review on the show of that album but there's a particular verse by Kanye West on Dreaming of the Past. And he has a line that says, 
when daddy ain't around, the family is in danger. Now, take that, store it in the back of your mind because the story gets a little bit more complex. Now, a lot of you may know the uh, internet music reviewer, music critic, Anthony Fantano. Um, I think he's a dweeb. I think he's a shill. I think he's a total beta cuck, whack dude. Plebs. Sometimes, like, he has certain, like, noteworthy takes when it comes to music and his reviews, but he's not very consistent, and there's a lot of cognitive dissonance in the way that he operates in terms of his reviews. As he was reviewing that particular album, It's Almost Dry, and that particular song, he talks about that line from Kanye West, and like a true beta cuck, he says how the line... When daddy ain't around, the family is in danger is frankly very controlling. <laughs> Freeze frame, pause. So now think about that. Think about what it takes for a lefty <clears throat> white liberal that says they care so much about people of color and you know that that's the hip thing. Oh, you got to care for the communities of color because they're oppressed and underserved, bro. But then when you want to get into the real nitty gritty stuff, what Kanye West is talking about, yeah. how well fatherlessness is part of that ill that is affecting the communities of color. Oh, but that's that's controlling. So. So you're just you just say that you're for this community yeah. just talking, but the reality is when somebody has a line in a song in a genre of music that you critique as a critic, you should be the first one to be able to see the profoundness of that particular line. You find it controlling. Yeah. So all in all, Anthony Fantano, whose side are you really on, you stupid bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's really what we want to know. <laughs> Because like, you you you're clearly I literally like I, I literally like dribbled and like like just just passed everybody and like got up the court and then I got blocked and just threw it and you just dunked it. <laughs> oh shit! Alley hoop. And it's like that shit speaks for itself. That shit was such a perfect summary of what it is to be a white liberal. And it's like, well, on one hand, you have Kanye self-made billionaire who who built everything didn't have a great relationship with his dad right and and i i feel like now that they're repairing that but like he wants to be actively he wants to be an active father yeah that's (laughs) controlling though it's like what i don't understand man my man's just trying to win and, and you know what's crazy there's this notion that I, I see a lot on on Twitter and not very um not from very bright people this idea of and we're gonna talk about it this idea of like the stepfather what what's the saying that these motherfuckers use a lot? I'm not a stepfather, I'm the father that stepped up. The fuck up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now what What's what's funny about that is like at what point does society and I guess I guess 
I don't know, maybe because like we don't have moms like that, like we we don't uh, we operate differently or see it differently. But like, at what point does society look at the women that picked the father that didn't step up according to their standard and say, oh well, how come you didn't vet? Yeah. The, the guy before you had kids with him like 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 you know what i'm saying like at what yeah. point is it on you that it's like damn like i did a piss poor job vetting like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah the, the sole responsibility of of the kids is the the mom's vetting and the dad like so so the dad choosing the baby mama too like well you it's your your responsibility but I feel like the guys who get the, the shit is always the dad and there's never any responsibility or accountability on the women's side. When in reality it's like, well, nah, you chose this motherfucker and like you, now you're mad about it and perhaps a life-changing choice. Or them legs spread on their own. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was it's like, like the dude just walk in and like the chair was like, Wait, my legs, they're spreading. My fucking legs. <laughs> the panties, they're coming out. I just, I don't. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm inside uh, now. Uh, ten kids later. <laughs> it's like, no, you made Accountability. a decision. Accountability. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, don't, I don't hold any responsibility <laughs> for it. No, nah, I don't think it works like that. No, <laughs> and it's not. And so <laughs> that was our. <laughs> yeah, I'm inside. That's. <laughs> That's the only scenario in which I'll be like, all right, well, she's not totally at fault. Yeah, that's some black magic shit yeah. dude was on. So <laughs> maybe, perhaps. But yeah, like, no, the the girl uh, does should take a, a huge brunt of the responsibility for that situation, which is what makes that whole uh, uh, Kim Kardashian shit with, with dude uh, Pete, Davidson. Pete Davidson so weird and awkward. So if a lot of people don't know, uh. like, he got a tattoo signifying her and her kid's name strange very yeah. strange very strange and That's you and i were we were kind of in pre-production you know playing with the idea of of the conspiracy theory of like the cabal of elites in hollywood and and how they're in, in uh uh in a coalition with the politicians and and the mainstream media and it's like you don't want to believe it but then you see that yeah and it's just like okay so let me just get this straight and maybe it's a hundred percent coincidence Kanye West rocks with the good lord rocks with Trump is on some right-wing shit and in that relatively recent drink champs interview he pretty much says that even though he don't have his MAGA hat physically on anymore, it pretty much is because he ain't rocking with Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah. So that's where Kanye stands. And he's a bad guy. And, he, and yeah, the media is painting him as the bad guy. Yeah, very good, very good addition. And then Kim Kardashian, she's the victim and Kanye is like acting crazy, which what I will say is, before I continue... My criticism to Kanye is the aspect of like, well, why you want to like beat Pete Davidson's ass? Like before all of this happened yeah. in terms of like, oh, well, he's with your bitch now. Well, that's over with. You know what I'm saying? Like that's over with. It but now it yeah. when it comes to the kids, 
Totally different story. Yeah, totally some, different situation. That's some weirdo shit. That man. is a hundred percent some weirdo shit. And, and to go back to what you said, well, actually, let me let you finish, and then I want to yeah, touch so, up. So, so Kim Kardashian's the victim. P. Davidson is in the picture now. Very effeminate. He paints his nails. Druggy. Like really, if you're a dad, not the kind of guy that you want around your kids. You know what I'm saying? I could imagine, and we talked about this in pre-production. I could imagine Kim Kardashian getting with like an Elon Musk, and and Kanye being like, "Oh well, you know, you know, it is what it is." Like, yeah. And I would imagine Elon Musk respecting the fact that those are his kids and not getting a tattoo of them on himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I can't even imagine Elon Musk getting a tattoo. Period. To be yeah. honest with you, but. But it being something like that versus, damn, well, it's this weirdo around, weirdo druggy around my kids. Like, no, nah, I, I totally understand why he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah. I'm surprised, like, her as a mom would even have that type of dude around her kids, to be honest. Yeah, like, like a situation like that, I would, in my mind, I don't know that I'd act on it, but I, like, I would want to be Pete Davidson's as I was kind of like, that, that right there is. Now, be, yeah, yeah, and now it kind of gives credence to the line in the easy song yeah. with game because we're seeing this now but who knows how long he saw this building up you know like he like how do you know he didn't know that this was going to go here yeah so it is interesting and what's funny is how i talked about uh and i know you had a point uh uh how i talked about you know, all of this makes gives a little bit of credence to some of those conspiracy theories about cabals or whatever, yeah. and and like the elite and working together. And it's funny because in that Bill Maher, uh, uh, the recent stand up of adulting, yeah. he he has a, a real funny line about about uh, uh, QAnon and them thinking that there's a cabal of like child predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, and what and what didn't help? It was like he actually gave them some credit because Bill Maher was like. Yeah, you know, and then you got QAnon thinking that there's a cabal of of child sex traffickers and 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 child molesters, and you know what didn't help was Jeffrey Epstein's island for the cabal of child sex traffickers and and, and predators. He's like that didn't help, but you know, it's one of those things that you even see the he took the red pill on that. Like, yo, call these weird. people what you want, yeah. but like. Tell me that whole Jeff Epstein shit wasn't like the weirdest shit yeah. that nobody covered. Yeah. And then the other thing, which was very interesting, and that YouTube channel Moon covered it, how the Ghislaine Maxwell trial didn't get like any coverage. I like know. you had this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shit, or yeah. Amber Turd because she shit the bed. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I heard Crazy. about that. But anyway, wow, you got you 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 got all of that, and they show that every day and every night. But like. Ghislaine Maxwell, like this huge situation I I involved with Jeffrey Epstein. It's on some like low key. Yeah, you know, not cover. I don't know, strange. But what were you going to say? Oh, uh, well, there's a few things. One that I want to add now that, that you were talking about adulting is like you not picturing Elon Musk having any tattoos. That shit reminds me of the, <laughs> of the bits where he's like. Hey, hey, uh, sir! Can you help me with my life's philosophy? It's, oh yeah, it's on my lower back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on uh, the Bill Maher yeah. adulting. Yeah, yeah, it's like everything, yeah, and then it's like some quote. Yeah, and, and I do find that shit funny about tattoos in general. Like when people put that like quotes and shit, and like, 
Please relax, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, you won't remember it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, every, oh, is it everything happens for a reason? Oh, oh that's what it is. Right, I'll, I'll get through this now. It's all right. I, can you can you look underneath my boss? <laughs> Where are my kids' birthdays? Oh yeah, I knew it. I was just making sure. So that shit was hilarious. Um, I was dying in that bit. But going back to the whole like the the father who stepped up, I don't think that we're we're bad dudes and like if we were in a situation with a girl that had kids we're not saying don't be a guy who steps up but what we're saying is like to have the idea that i'm getting with this chick and i'm gonna play father no 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 there's an order to things if the dad is there and he's and he's not absent and he's very active that is his duty that is not my duty a hundred percent so Yes, if I'm hanging with the girl and the kids are there and the kids are asking me certain things, right? Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What choices would you make? And I share that. That's me sharing that. But, like, make no mistake about it. You are not my responsibility in the sense of, like, I'm not sharing this because I feel that I have to. You're asking me and I'm a good dude and I'm going to give you my thoughts. I would do this with anybody. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. And, and like you're not shoehorning yourself into their situation exactly like I'll get the fuck out of here like and if you don't ask that's fine and I, I could be cordial and all that but like it, it's it's one of those things where like you have to realize like no you are not the father this ain't morning <laughs> but yeah. but like you play your role as a real ass dude if they see that and they like that that's cool that's like how friendships start right yeah. that when you meet someone you work with in a place that you would not otherwise be in unless you work there and that person says some real shit and then you say some real shit like, ah, I kind of like this motherfucker. That's how it should yeah. be with like a little kid. Like, hey, this kid is smart. I like the way he thinks and he's always asking good questions. So obviously if he asks me something, I, I'm going to be compelled to have this conversation with this child. Right. That's not being a, a father who stepped up. That's just being a real ass motherfucker. That's what it is. Right. And so... No, like, yeah, obviously, if, if you're in a situation with a girl with kids, be a real-ass motherfucker and, and, and be an honorable dude, but just know your lane. And I feel like people don't know their lane. Yeah. They really want to step in and be the dad, or they, the girl really wants to step in and be the mom, and it's like, well, that's not how things work. Yeah. And these weren't the kids that you chose, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, th- there's, I think, l- laws to this shit. And, like, when you look at... This goes back to like how the founding fathers thought. It's just just like how Greek philosophy is too, and Stoicism. Like there is like a virtuous way of going about things and a law to that. And as long as you're that type of person, like whoever you meet and you come across, like yeah, obviously that shit'll be that shit'll work itself out in, yeah. in a way, you know. Um, and then secondly, um. Apart from that tattoo being weird, bitch, you don't have a problem with this shit, Kim? Are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I had to call and, and, and inquire about this shit. And it's like, would I asked a girl who, like who has kids, and it's like, you know, what would what would you, how would you feel if a dude that you're dating for four months gets a tattoo of your kid's initials? And she said that shit would be fucking weird. Cause it is weird. It is like, like if I had kids, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip this shit. Like if I had kids and a girl that I'm seeing and like maybe seeing more seriously, like oh I kind of like her, comes out and has tattoos of 
my kids' initials, I'd be like, bitch, what's wrong with you? The door's that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. I, I don't approve of this. Like, and, and, and there's something and off. It really is weirder for, like, a guy to do it because that, I don't know, like, I'm getting, like, Catholic priest vibes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That's awkward, yeah. And so that's why, like, to me, again, and, I, and I'm glad I'm not in that situation. I would never want to be in that situation. But if I were Kanye, I would have a hard time. Like, if you're around, like, I'd have to be cool, calm, and collected because, like, I would feel like beating your ass. Like, for real. Yeah. Because, it, like, don't, you know what? Fuck my ex-wife or my wife at the time. Whatever. That's cool. It is what it is. She She's an adult. If you want to hit it and she want and you can get her tattoo because he got uh he yeah. didn't get a tattoo he got it like uh, branded what branded which is cool like do you do that that's fine yo bitch now so I don't care but leave my kids out of this shit like what the fuck is wrong with you and so to me it's weird and and it's important to note just like you said that they choose to do that at a White House dinner. Yeah. Right? It was the White House. Uh, I forget uh, what it's called. Uh, uh, cor- uh, the what is it? The the press correspondence. Dinner? Yeah, yeah. And it's like clearly we know what side she's on, but now she's the victim. She can do no wrong, and uh, Kanye's crazy. Yeah. So you know what's funny about that correspondence dinner is that Trump didn't rock with it for four years. Yeah. They didn't have one because he was like, yeah, I'm like this I'm not rocking with these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And neither would I like fuck out of here. Like I'm not alright. And plus, like, what is my job to run the, the I, I probably nation? would, but not like to not to like rock with them. I would use that like th- there would come so many Twitter clips from that because the speech I would I'd be getting at all of them. Yeah. I'd be like it would be like, yeah, I'm like, so yeah, I see Jake Topper. In the crowd, it's like, oh, you call yourself a journalist, but like you're yeah. not. Like yeah. I would have like that shit, like just so re- well written that people yeah. would, like, like all all of my supporters would be like retweeting all of the stuff that I would be saying. Oh yeah, I it, would do it just for that, yeah. like just to like get at all them offers. Yeah, in that regard, yeah, that would be fun because like the 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 bits that you could come up with, yeah, and like just the contradictory it's shit. Like Jake Tapper, because they said that Jake Tapper was there with the, with his wife. And be like, I'll be like, uh, yeah. You see, so you got your lovely wife. You know, after you know, guys get some drinks. You know, maybe hopefully the kids are with a babysitter, and hopefully you last longer than CNN Plus did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know stuff like yeah. that. Like just like get at them. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did you a favor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is interesting. Like just some of these uh, these theories that are out there, and it seems like as time progresses, a lot of the theories come to be factual or or or, or have some degree of truth to them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's just interesting because going back to the whole Anthony Fantano thing and him finding that oh, it's um. Um, uh, a bit controlling. And then Pete Davidson recently, uh, he talked about, because I guess uh, uh, Netflix had this thing, like this festival, they call it Netflix is a joke. Yeah. And uh, Pete Davidson did some stand-up there apparently. And he was talking about the Kanye situation. And I was reading how he talked about 
um, that uh, he expects. He's like, am I the only one hoping that Kanye goes full Mrs. Doubtfire? Which for anybody that remembers the movie Mrs. Doubtfire is with Robin Williams where his wife wants to divorce him. But not only divorce him, she wants to take the kids away from him. Like she doesn't want him to be able to see his kids. Yeah. This guy, very extreme, um, uh, wants to see his kids. So he dresses up like a woman, a nanny. Yeah. And he acts the role of their nanny. And, you know, Robin Williams was a great actor. So he was yeah. able to pull it off. <laughs> um. But it's interesting how, like, so many people are making light of this situation of, like, this guy wanting to see his kids. Like, that's yeah. kind of crazy considering the fact that it's like, listen, again, like you said perfectly, you're the woman. Do whatever you want. But, like, we're we're living in a world now that, like, people are starting to be okay with a father that wants to see his kids not being able to see them. Yeah. Even in the mainstream, and like it, like people are like laughing at it, and then they wonder like why the world is in the condition that it's in, and society is the way that it is. Yeah, lack of fatherhood. <laughs> it's fathers crazy. being in kids' lives. That's crazy. So uh, I think that was worth talking about. Uh, obviously, not this wasn't no celebrity gossip or anything like that. It's for you to kind of grasp the cultural relevance to that fatherlessness. Like, and, and, and it, when you look at a situation like that, it makes you look at like other situations in real life that are not as, you know, obviously they're not as highly publicized. And it makes you wonder, like, man, I, I wonder how many times I looked at a situation and you hear like, oh, their father wasn't around. And it, you know, and in many cases, that might be the case. But in other cases, like, yeah, but like, maybe you pushed him away. Like, you know, how many situations out there do we not really know the full story of, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. It's interesting. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. You could, you could sign up for our newsletter and give us a donation of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.